welcome to the why behind the what, where the what can start a conversation, but the why can open up one's soul. My name is Nathan Albert, and as always, I am so glad you are listening to this podcast today. This season, we are discovering the divine all around us, seeing the spiritual in everything, and hopefully being surprised by the sacred. I once had an acting mentor who gave me a great illustration of the life of an actor and the beauty of a performance. He shared this analogy with me that he believed a true artist was the one who loves the artistic process. It is one of the reasons or the reason why they are an artist. They love the process of creating art. The process becomes the true art. Once the piece is finished, whether it's a painting or a sculpture, whatever it might be, and it's in a gallery, it becomes something for other people to see. The art is for someone else at that point. He went on to explain that for an actor, the true art is the rehearsal. It's the creative process. It's uh, where an actor finds their voice and develops their character, where they get their role perfect. And, And as I shared in the first episode of the season back in January, where often the best performances happen. Now, once a show opens, actors sure play a large part in that performance, but it's now for the audience. Once the show opens, you don't change the delivery of your lines. You don't really adapt your choreography or ad lib or improv. The show is set and it's for the audience to experience with you. So for an actor or an artist, it's not the performance. It's not getting cast in the initial show. It's not putting your art in a gallery, but it's all about the process. I've been Mildly obsessed with the show Blown Away on Netflix. It's a glass-blowing competition show. They have artists who have about four hours to design and create stunning pieces of blown glass. They're given challenges and themes and all sorts of parameters to create something beautiful from blown glass within a matter of hours. Now, I don't know much about glass-blowing, but from this show, I have found that it's a pretty incredible art form. And it's also really stressful. And it's hard to tell, actually, what each artist is making, since as they're making it, it looks just like a ball or a tube of fire or molten lava. At the most precarious moments, the glass sometimes breaks, shatters on the floor, and they have to start the whole project over again. They, they have to adjust their process because of the time limits. They're working around ovens that are something like 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And as you watch, you start thinking, well, how are they going to make that piece of molten into a dung beetle? Or how can that piece of glass be turned into a, a large pedestal? How, is, how does he make that pattern? It makes it look like cotton, but it's glass. And yet at the end of every episode, all the pieces sit inside a gallery, and they are absolutely stunning. Except for the beginning episodes when obviously there's some competitors who have never really blown glass before. But again, once the piece is in the gallery, the artistic process seems to be over, and now it's just art there for us to look at. As I've been thinking about this, I kind of wonder if there's something similar within the spiritual journey. I think it's much more a process than sometimes people assume. In some Christian circles or spiritual circles, the the focus of the spiritual life is the beginning. It's that come-to-Jesus moment. It's that moment you are saved and have this moment that is so different from all the others. It takes precedence over everything else. It focuses 
on what happened in that moment and you share it with others. And sometimes you question whether someone else's beginning moment is legitimate compared to yours. Now, in some other Christian circles, it's all about the gallery, or maybe that's the church service, or or maybe that's the end of the world. Maybe the focus is on going to heaven or hell or debates about end times and pre- and post-millennialism and the ushering in and the reign of the rule of the divine. Or Now, don't get me wrong. I think there's something beautiful about the beginning moments and, um, and the dreaming of the future for the spiritual life. Those are important parts of the spiritual journey. But overly focusing on the beginning, sometimes I wonder if we don't have all the necessary equipment or even the time to design and, and create ideas that we can turn into art. And, and sometimes I think if we over, overly focus on the end, that gallery, maybe we won't be present to our current moment and the creative process that is right in front of us. I think the spiritual life is a creative process. It's where things break. It's where things are formed. It's where we develop ideas. It's where we change our minds about God and theology. It's where we try and we fail. It's where we try again and sometimes we succeed. The spiritual life, though, is also about the here and now. It's about the right here, the right now, this minute. It's about creating a spiritual peace, artistic expression with what you have right in front of you now. See, the present moment is where the best art is created. It's where the best performances happen. It's where the true acting occurs, and it's where we can experience the most joy, fulfillment, and connection with the divine. When we are fully focused on the present moment, aware that the divine is as near to us as our very breath, that in the divine we live and we move and we have our very being, then the entire process becomes this beautiful and creative experience. Just as an artist gets their greatest fulfillment as they create, so too do we get our greatest fulfillment as we do our best to live the spiritual life. So focus on your art, be present to the moment, trust the process. You might might just make a work of art. But more than that, you, you just might realize that as you think you are creating your own work of art, the ultimate artist is actually forming and creating you into a stunning masterpiece. Friends, thanks so much for listening to the why behind the what. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. That is a huge help to me. I know I say it often, but I would be so appreciative if you did that. Also, if you can share this episode on social media, retweet it, share it, like it, I'd be so thankful. This helps others find the podcast. As always, this podcast is written, recorded, and edited on Monacan land. And until next time, may you have peace, may you have calm, may you have happiness.